everyone. It's Alan Schemmel of DevOps.com, and we're here for another DevOps chat. Uh, today's chat is actually a, a, a great behind-the-scenes look at Park My Cloud and how a uh, app provider named Wolfpack is using Park My Cloud to uh, really kind of get a handle on on their cloud costs, their cloud usage, and optimizing the cloud for their applications. That being said, let me introduce you to our guest for today's uh, podcast. Our first guest is the CEO and founder of Wolfpack, and his name is Jonathan Chashper. Jonathan, welcome to DevOps Chat. Thank you, Alan. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And then our second guest is from Park My Cloud. It's it's Chris Parlett. And Chris, I hope I don't mess up the title, but it's Director of Cloud Solutions. Correct. Yes. And thanks, Alan, for having us. Appreciate being here. Not a problem. So, guys, this is this is going to be a fun one, I think. Jonathan, why don't you give our audience a little background? What exactly is this Wolfpack app? Sure. Um, so, Wolfpack, uh, we are. You can look at us as a connected vehicle technology, focusing specifically on helping individuals move together. Think about how much fun it is to move as a group. Imagine you're, you know, maybe several families moving in a few cars. It's a lot of fun, but there are two major problems. One, keeping everybody together, making sure people don't get separated, don't get lost. And the second one is actually communicating with each other while traveling and doing it safely. And now imagine you are now doing it on motorcycles, which is the first niche we're focusing on. So we're solving those two problems with Wolfpack. And by the way, uh, people can take a look at wolfpack.run, R-U-N, to see how it works. But generally what we do is we provide with a chain-by-chain navigation to every one of the people driving or riding while providing a radar showing the location of everybody else. So we actually make sure that everybody gets there without being killed, without being lost, without getting into a ditch and making the experience much less stressful and much more fun. <laughs> and that's a good thing. But Jonathan, well, you know, Wolfpack represents sort of this new... Uh it's not really new. It's, I've seen them now for a couple of years, but I, I call them these instant group type of, of applications where you can create a group on the fly and that group can have two people or 200 people or more, right? And and this group then does something. In, in the case of Wolfpack, you know, they're on a run or a trip of some sort and you have Google Maps built into it or underlying it and, you know, all of these things. And and they're great. The, the problem is, is, as you probably are well aware, is you never know from moment to moment, you know, what your load is going to be, right? How many, how many groups, how big a group, you know, what's going on. And so in, 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 in resource planning, that, that can be a problem. Um, talk, to us, yep, talk to us a little bit about, you know, what you're doing with Park My Cloud and how that's helping you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're absolutely correct. What you said at the beginning, uh, it's true. We can, our users can immediately generate groups. It can be, they can generate any number of groups. They can generate, every group can have any number of people. They can plan a ride, which can be as short as 10 miles, as long as a thousand miles. So you're absolutely right. So when we're building the system, obviously it's a cloud-based system. We are on top of AWS. What's important for us is that the development cost being a startup is being you know kept to the minimum and so what we did we actually looked into park my cloud and we parked my cloud we got to the point that we control 
our development costs very, very tightly. Generally speaking, when you're using a server in the cloud, as long as you don't turn it off, it still works and you're still being built for. And if your development teams go home, say they work nine to seven every day, they go home at seven. If the servers are up, you're still paying for them. So what we did with Park My Cloud, we actually manage the uptime of those servers. So we only pay for the time we're actually using those servers for our development, for our staging. The other good thing we're, we're having is that we actually have quite good visibility through a nice reporting feature, which I think is pretty new, uh, where we can see very, very quickly, you know, well, what is our load uh, high? What is what is actually being used? What is not being used? Is anything needs to shut down. So we can manage that very, very easily. And, and specifically on the part management, it's almost a fire and forget. Once you set it up once, you never need to go back to it and it just does it for you. Got it. So Jonathan, let me just be clear. I want to make sure we're talking apples to apples. So when you say, you know, you're not using the server overnight or something like that, are you saying that with Park My Cloud, you can schedule your instances to close? In other words, I'm only going to use this instance from nine to five and at five mm -hmm. o'clock, retire that instance, close it out. Don't keep it on my billing account. And when I start up again tomorrow at nine, I'll, I'll start a new instance with that same configuration and kind of pick up where I left off, or is it something else? So first, we need to understand that you can use Park My Cloud on your non-production instances. Production instances obviously need to be up 24-7, so you don't want to shut them down. Yeah, you're right. I should have said that. <laughs> no one wants to shut down their production. Yes. So when, when I was referring to, I was talking about our, our development and staging non-production systems. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that, that's, uh, that's for that. But are you actually, I guess what I'm asking, are you retiring those instances and firing up new ones the next day? Or is so it this is the, yeah. So this, this is done automatically for us. The, that's the beautiful thing about Park My Cloud. We actually, once you set up the parking schedule, it will shut down the server, say, 5 p.m. today, and it will turn it on back tomorrow morning, say, 9 a.m. We don't need to do anything. This is done for us automatically. And so, you know, when the developers come back into the office, as far as they're concerned, nothing changed. They just keep working. That's fantastic. Chris, I just want to confirm with you, those instances are actually, you know, it's sort of like immutable infrastructure, right? Those instances are retired, done, and then refired up the next day. No, so what this is, and it's it's not terminating the instances, it's actually is just stopping them and then turning the same ones back on. And the nice thing is about that is that now, you know, as people are working on these servers, uh, you know, if you haven't fully gone with data, you know, not being uh, stored on the servers, you know, as you're working on these same servers over and over and over again, uh, you know, we, we start stop them and then start them right back up again. So um, even if people like in your finance department, your QA department, uh, maybe have some things, uh, you know, spun up, um, we can actually turn them off to save on the CPU and memory costs, and then we just turn them back on again. I got it. Okay. Because I was going to say, you know, 
I mean, the immutable infrastructure angle is great, but in this sort of circumstance, it's not just the configuration of the server. It was the state of the data that you were working on. And how the heck would you recreate that every morning? But um, that, that explains it. Got it. So, so Jonathan, you know, I, so Park My Cloud is making you guys, a, you know, a lot more efficient here in the cloud. And, and your use of cloud resources. Have you have you been able to quantify a percentage savings or anything like that? Oh, absolutely, uh, most definitely. Um, if I want to be, you know, conservative, I would probably say that we're saving around fifty-five to sixty percent. Really? Um, at least, frankly, I think we probably save close to seventy percent. Um, that, we're really, really very tight. We really managed to do that in a very tight manner. So beyond just, you know, closing down and firing up the instances the next day, what are some of the other things you're doing with ParkMyCloud? Oh, so, uh, well, for us, the first thing is reporting and notification. Mm-hmm. If something happens, we get notified. You can, we can actually control what we get to be notified about. So then we'll get uh, we'll get a notification about uh, maybe a server that needs to be shut down or something like that. Um, reporting is very important to us, so you can see your usage, you can see what is up and what is down. Got One it. of the cool things we just started using is actually a mobile app. So uh, there's a mobile app on iOS uh, for Park My Cloud. Uh, people can download it at the iOS store. And uh, it actually happened with me. I was at dinner and we, my guys had to stay a little later and we had to, uh, what we call snooze, one of the parking uh, schedules. And I just did that through the mobile app. I didn't even have to go online. Fantastic. Very cool. So guys, look, 50% are better savings. All these other benefits is certainly nothing, nothing to sneeze at. I think anyone would jump at it, but, but, Chris, let's let's dive in with you now a little bit if we can. You know, we have an audience here of, uh, you know, DevOps sort of folks from all over the world, right, who, who would love to save 50% on their cloud bill. How, how is Park My Cloud working with these, you know, DevOps engineers and DevOps teams to re- realize those kinds of savings and efficiencies? Sure, yeah, and uh, so we, we work – uh, you know, plug into a lot of DevOps processes and toolkits um, straight away. I mean, that's something that we do internally. And then, you know, we, we certainly have all of our customers from large enterprises down to small startups all doing the same kind of thing. Um, and so there's a few different ways to do that. One of the big things about DevOps is automation. And so we have a full policy engine. So you can set up policies um, to look at tags, to look at uh, locations, so different regions that these servers are in. Uh, naming schemes, all these different kind of factors, and you can automatically apply schedules and assign to teams and decide on uh, different actions to take based on these policies for any new instances that get spun up. So that's one automated way. We also have a full API, so you can plug into um, DevOps tools like Elastian Bamboo or Jenkins uh, so that uh, these tools can kind of reach into our API, uh, temporarily override schedules, change schedules, all this is a part of an automated thing. One of the other things about, you know, DevOps, not just automation, but also just, you know, thinking whole business, kind of a holistic approach to this thing. 
And so we also have a full, a very easy to use UI. So if your users are maybe are a little less technical or you don't want them to necessarily have direct access to the AWS console or Azure or Google consoles, um, this can kind of be sort of a proxy for the, the console so that other users can come in, manage their own servers. Um, they don't have to ask IT to turn things on for them. Uh, they can kind of manage their own servers and do all this, but you can decide who has access to what um, through this approach. So there's a couple different ways we, we plug into these teams and these processes um, so that users can get the best bang for their buck. Got it, got it, got it. Um, now, so Chris, when you, when you talk about plugging into things like Bamboo or, or Jenkins, what you really, I, I mean, I just want to make sure I'm clear. You can build sort of the Park My Cloud, not sort of, but you can build the Park My Cloud policies right into your CI CD pipeline. Is is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, so if you do things like using tags, especially as instances are spun up and spun down, a lot of people say, you know, hey, I put a million tags on every instance. Um, and so that's what the Park My Cloud policies can read off those tags and, and kind of decide on the actions based on those tags. Um, and then as far as things like, you know, specifically, you know, if we were to talk about Jenkins or some other build processes, uh, you know, you can have these environments built out and shut down. And then Jenkins, uh, as at the beginning of the of uh, some sort of build process, can call into Park My Cloud and say, hey, I need these, in, these servers up. And so I want to override these schedules, spin them up. The servers are up. It does all it needs to do. And at the end, it just uh, either shuts them down or if you don't shut them down, then basically uh, if you only did an override, let's say, for two hours, at the end of the two hours, we'll revert back to our original schedule so that way – uh, you don't have to remember to turn the lights out when you leave the room, right? So we actually can can shut things down for you. Excellent. And and Chris, give me an idea of so when you guys are engaged. I mean, with that kind of API, with that kind of integration into the DevOps toolset, you're probably getting a decent view of of how how DevOps teams are using Park My Cloud. And, and you, you've given us some examples here. Uh, are there any, I guess what I'm trying to ask, are there any special things that the DevOps people are doing that perhaps waterfall or, or other types of, of technologies there are, are not doing? Is there commonality? Is it very easy to say, oh, these guys must be doing DevOps because here's the, you know, what they're doing. Have you, have you noticed any of that? Alan, yeah. before before Chris answers, maybe I can jump in and, uh, and sure. give a quick insight uh, into this. Sorry, Chris. Hope you don't mind. Sure. Um, actually, one of the things I wanted to say is that we don't have DevOps people at all. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons we're using Park My Cloud is because we actually we, we're not DevOps people. We don't know what needs to be done. We don't we don't speak, you know, Chef or any one of those guys. Uh, so, but the fact that we could actually use Park My Cloud and the uh, user interface they provided us with the the, the web client, the, the, at least the need for us went away, and and everything is handled at that level. So for us, it was a big, big move forward. Yeah, no, that, that and that actually is a great a great point, Jonathan and Chris. I'm sorry we hijacked you here for a second, but <laughs> no problem. The, the, the problem is in today's market, frankly, hiring people who have Chef or Puppet or Jenkins or, you know, DevOps skill sets is A, hard to find and B, very expensive, right? And and so if you can deliver benefits like 
50% savings on cloud usage or, or you know, a, allowing some automation like this. Uh, it, it certainly, you know, is a lot easier. I don't, th- I don't know of any engineering team that wouldn't, wouldn't like that. But, you know, Chris, what do you see? I mean, are, are most of the people using the UI or are they just, you know, kind of going APIs and stuff like that? So, so one of the things that, you know, as people are moving from on-prem to cloud, uh, you get a lot of people who are used to leaving things on 24-7 because, you know, on-prem, as things are left, uh, you know, if you spin things up, it's not an additional cost really to leave them on 24-7. And so when they shift to the cloud, they have this shift of mindset where if they're being charged by the hour, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, every hour that's left on is additional uh, costs. And yeah. so what when people are used to living things on 24 seven, now the shift we have with people using Park My Cloud, especially in an automated way, is to leave things off 24 seven and then kind of spin them up on demand. And so that's that's really where I think, uh, you know, Jonathan and his team use that a lot where things can be off, uh, you know, turn on a schedule, but also just turn on on demand. So as the users have access to the UI and the API, they can turn things on on demand um, as opposed to having to turn things off on demand. Fantastic. Well, guys, you know, as I told you off, Mike, the, the time here goes really quick. We, we've already been on 18 minutes above, uh, beyond the 15 minutes I told you we would do. So um, we're going to need to, to, you know, and wrap this one up right here. But first of all, Jonathan Chashper, CEO, founder of Wolfpack. Uh, it's wolfpack.run is the URL, correct? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing with us today and giving us a little peek behind the kimono of how you guys are using uh, Park My Cloud. Continued success for any of our motorcycle riding friends or, or any group out there who, you know, I encourage you to check Wolfpack out. It's a pretty cool app. And Chris, thanks so much for sharing a little bit more, uh, you know, a little behind the scenes look and a little bit more of a, a peek at, you know, Park My Cloud and, and how it's helping companies. I Thanks for being on today's DevOps chat. Yeah, Alan, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Not yeah, Alan, thank you very, very much. It was a pleasure. Thank you, guys. You know what? We're recording this right before Thanksgiving. Have a happy holiday. Happy holidays to everyone listening. You're probably listening to this after Thanksgiving, but it, it's the start of the holiday season. So happy holidays, everyone. This is Alan Schimmel for DevOps.com and DevOps Chats. Hope to see you soon on another chat and have a great day. 